Soccer Podcast, episode 282. Wow, it's been a lot. I'm your host, Justin Skirbo, and today I'm joined by Justin Chow. I feel like we've been like at the 280s for a while. Low 280s, right? It's like I feel like I've been at 283. Maybe we're 283. You know what? People keep having babies, and we're, we're skipping <sighs> weeks, you know, and it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna fi- I don't know what we're going to... We're going to figure it out. But... Yeah, we're going to have to figure it out. That was the voice of Alex Shock. Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we know Liz this week because she is getting married tomorrow, and... Uh, <laughs> understandably she's I mean, watching her family she's already married she's already married she's receptioning tomorrow we Party asked her time. to push the wedding back but yeah. i mean it just sounded like a non-negotiable <laughs> yeah um yeah unfortunately dude I'm, I'm very i'm kind of upset that i will not be attending this wedding yeah i'm a little upset too crash it but uh we will uh ali and i are on high alert for baby um we're pretty much like there it could seriously happen at any moment it could happen yeah. right now so if this podcast ends in a hurry, you'll know why. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Whoa. <laughs> Imagine that's your life every day. Yeah. What a what are they called? The Damocles sword? It's just like hanging there. Oh, the doom of uh, Damocles. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really doom. And I do know. But you feel the pressure of something looming is what I'm going after. Yeah. 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 I'm just trying not to think about it until it becomes. That's probably the relevant. way to go. Yeah. 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 You don't seem stressed at all. It's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't change my shirt right before this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So it is uh, the week of we're, we missed a week there. So now it's uh, it's August twenty sixth, and guys, some stuff's happening. It's Gamescom time right now. New games are getting announced on the daily over this week. But uh, before we get into all of that, let's just let's kind of catch up. What, okay. what have y'all been playing? What have y'all been doing? What have you all been playing? Alex, what have y'all been playing? What, what have, have y'all, y'all been playing? playing? <laughs> so I'm still on the like, I, I have still been enjoying Games Pass and sort of just crunching through things and seeing what catches my eye. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so far, still not much, although I did start Prey. Mm. Um, and I won't talk too much about that because I'm not too far in, but I am enjoying it so far. Uh, just the vibe of it you know sci-fi like the sound effects and the music is really cool and i yeah. love every so often i like those deus ex like collect yeah. things and open emails and shit kind yeah. of games mm. so so far um doing okay with that cool and uh i mean we've sort of been we're always looking for games to play together so you know we picked apex back up you know just to play whatever but we also dove into which i'm sure you guys will mention as well but uh, maybe now is a good time to talk about Splitgate. Yeah. yeah, which is the new game from I have no idea who made it. Free to play. Yeah. Ten forty seven studio. Ten forty seven. Are they games. an indie studio? Yeah, they're. I think this is their first like thing. So ten forty seven games. We saw them years ago at PAX yeah, so on long the show ago. floor. Yeah. And it was called something else. Something I'm, I'm stupid. I'm pretty sure it was called Wormhole Wars. I think, <laughs> which is a terrible name for a yeah. game. They and definitely I think made a good decision. We were talking. I remember. I think we even had that conversation with the the devs on the show floor. Yeah. Uh, they're like, yeah, that was a bad name. This is way this is way better. Splitgate. It's like, what does it mean? I mean, shoot gates and you're shooting. It's like, yeah. Splitgate. Yeah. Splitgate. But it's cool. I mean, the the game's super popular right now. It's a, you know, it's billed as Halo with portals, and it is mm. basically exactly that. Yeah. I, there was an article that I read uh, the title of that said um, best Halo best Halo game since Halo Reach. Mm. Yeah, and it really and I'm sure they did this on purpose. Like it is for in a lot of different ways. It was just ripped from Halo. Yeah, which is not a a knock on them. You know, they really took what made Halo great, the movement and the guns yeah. and the maps, and they were able to replicate replicate that in a way and put their own spin on it. Yeah, there, there's a lot of 
there's a lot of interesting elements to it that like it makes me really kind of like zone in on like well why why does this feel like halo and i think it's like a combination of like you're saying some of the movement mechanics like how it feels to jump and run and turn and all this kind of stuff and then also even just like small things like how the like aim assist kind Mm -hmm. of works and like the the type of like feeling you get when you're hitting enemies and stuff like there's just a weird like i don't know what is Sim- that feeling? I don't like, know. It's it's just a weird similarity between those games that, you know, you do not get a similar feeling in Apex. I, or You know, in, when we jumped from uh, Splitgate directly to Apex, it felt like, for some reason, and this is a weird, like, word to use, but it was, like, bubblier. I don't know how to explain it. It's Splitgate? like... Splitgate? Splitgate yeah. versus Apex. Apex feels a little bit more, like, exact, and then for Splitgate, it was more, like, kind of mushy. Yeah. Like, gonna, if it's, like, a, a wave curve, it's, like, Apex is a lot sharper. This yeah. is a yeah. little bit more smooth. Well, right. I was gonna I say, I was gonna say chunky for some reason. Like, there's mm. something... Yeah. Well, it's like, like you're shooting around it. them, and I'm like, I am hitting them. Exactly. There's <laughs> yeah. something more tangible about right. those games, and it's sl- it is slower. The you shield, know, like, Halo yeah, was right. slow. The way you moved, and mm-hmm. that was sort of part of the strategy. It yeah, was, there's no that, sliding. That's why I, I think the the aim assist has something to do with it. Because yeah. it's like the like I don't know. Like when I'm playing Apex, it's like the recoil on the weapons feels so dramatic. Yeah, but this it, you kind of feel yeah. it pulling you in a little bit, yeah. but like not really. It's a uh, it's very specific, but it's very good. Mm-hmm. I would say that that's probably something that three four three might not totally grasp, mm-hmm. or they're trying to move more. They're trying to move closer to something like Call of Duty or Battlefield because yeah. it just feels sharper, like yeah. you what, were describing. What a kick in the balls when you were like, "Yeah, they said it was like the best Halo, buff, like uh, the best Halo since Reach." Three, four, three is like, ooh, yeah, right. Like, what a terrible, <laughs> like, oh, dude, I'm just over here for the past decade trying to make you games. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not perfect either. Like, it's it looks like an older game. Oh yeah, even like, the the UI yeah. looks like an older game. Visually, it's it's definitely like they they're billing it as being in beta, and like I totally agree, it's really rough to look at it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's it, not terrible. It feels like uh, you know a free game. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's two generations old. Yeah. You know, it's like, like it, I, I look at like uh, Knockout City, and I'm like, eh, it's like kind of not that much different. Like I don't feel like there's that. It like I don't know. When Knockout I, when City I wasn't this, like. Brilliant in any way. I mean, Usually. it looks. Knockout City looks way better. Like you think so? Oh yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Like this Maybe. is like. I think foggier. It's like, yeah, it's like the resolution. It's it's almost like a blown out 720p or something. Like, yeah. like a that. late game, like a late stage 360 game. Yes. Is kind of what this is. Maybe it's a little bit like desaturated, a little over brightened or something like that. Like all the colors seem a little bit more yeah. like weirdly faded and and like, like all, the, all the, the emotes are just the arms and shoulders I, I right say, yeah all, all the other things that wrap up aesthetic like the actual movements in the game and all this sort of stuff other than like the reload animations which i think are perfectly adequate but like just that that extra bit of what i guess would be considered like triple a polish yeah. it is lacking but it almost doesn't matter because the game just feels so good the, to play the bones of the gameplay great yeah, yeah. um they definitely, they spent a lot of time making sure all their loot box shit was in there too. Yeah. So good for them, you know, free to play game, whatever. Well, I mean, realistically, the market potential is massive on a game like this. Oh, yeah. Like, I really can't, could imagine seeing this go like serious. Isn't it crazy status. that it's right before? Sorry, but isn't it crazy that it's like right before Halo Infinite might release? You know what I mean? Like, they definitely wanted to get out before Halo did because if Halo came out, multiplayer is going to be free. No one's going to care about Splitgate. You're right. It's Portals either, is like special, but it's either do it now right. or wait a year. Right. Or honestly, probably. Yeah. So, so th- this is probably the craziest testament to this game's current saturation and future market potential. 
so during the beta when the beta first launched and people were getting onto it you know some people were like eh, whatever but apparently it blew up so insanely <clears throat> sorry i got a tickle in my throat it blew up so insanely so fast on like twitch and and all this stuff that they needed to rapidly expand their server sizes in order to accommodate stuff mm. so in real time when the game first went out they were able to raise and I'm, I'm reading this off of a pcgames.com uh, article. And uh, Shack News also is kind of a more, uh, you know, reputable source. They said that they received $10 million in funding from a venture capital firm called Human Capital specifically to expand server capacity. So if a venture capital fund just throws you $10 million to expand your servers, th- this is a $100 million franchise now. Like, the, like the, I mean, you have mm-hmm. to... Any like so the way venture capital works is whatever your invested amount is, you scale that up at a ten percent ratio. So like that ten million is at least ten percent of the total worth of the company, meaning that like you know the the they're at least w- hoping to make ten percent of their money back, meaning meaning that they believe that this game is worth a hundred million dollars, right? Which is fucking crazy. For I'm like, wondering how much how much of the company that they got in return. I'm thinking Shark Tank numbers. You know, mm-hmm. I will yeah. give you ten million dollars for a ten percent stake in your company, and then that's valued at a hundred million dollars. Yeah, I mean, at minimum, at minimum, you have to imagine that they're scaling up to like a hundred million ratio or that whatever. Is, but it's just like holy shit. Like, I do worry about the looming Halo. Yeah, release, you know what I mean? Because it's like it's weird. It's like yeah, I get the portals is like the the difference here right but like man the player base for halo infinite is going to be so insane so but it will be only on one console so i mean maybe that's the difference there, i was just gonna know? say that i think that's gonna be the biggest difference it maker. felt like halo it felt like halo on a playstation controller which was crazy to me yeah like, i mean that well it's really just playstation that's the uh that's the difference here because when halo infinite comes out well, that's what I'm saying. Presume you're on Game Pass. It's also going to yeah. be free on PC. So it's like PC uh, Game Pass yeah. and uh, and Xbox Game Pass. So uh, having like that sort of ubiquity. Is it on Switch? Probably not. No, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I'm sure it would run. It, be, right? it would run Switch. beautifully it on looks Switch. Like, <laughs> it looks like a Switch game. Yeah. So kind and of I having that like it. open is definitely going to do us some favors for maintaining players but yeah i mean halo's halo's gonna like take a massive chunk out of that i mean if halo's good i mean even still listen, the three of us are likely going to be playing halo instead of yeah. split when halo comes out i feel bad for them i mean on one hand it's like they're they are just trying to copy halo and doing a better job than yeah. 343 is but it's hard to go up against Microsoft. Well, I mean, this is also assuming that Halo is good. I yeah. mean, like, the the gameplay that I've seen, the people who were playing the technical demo the tech, yeah. or whatever were saying that it was very good. But it, we're talking about fundamental differences with those games. I mean, like, there's a hook shot in Halo now. It's like, what? So <laughs> I, I mean, I, I almost... sprinting and vaulting and, and all this kind of shit. It's like, what? So I kind of almost wanted, like, what Splitgate is now maybe amped up a little bit, yeah. but even Reach to me started to not feel as much like Halo because it was sprinting and powers mm-hmm. and, you know, you could become invincible. Yeah. And it just, it started to lose what made Halo special to me. Totally. So, yeah, which was just running and gunning people down. Yeah. And, outs- and I mean, setting up traps. And I want to outsmart someone. Yeah. You know, I don't yeah. want to just, 
I don't know. It's not even necessarily about the skill all the time. It's like yeah. getting the drop on someone, There's, being outsmarting them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's almost like this is going to appeal to like more of a purist, you know what I mean? Like like Halo 2. Like if you're playing Halo 2, like this game is like exactly a ladder remove for you. Yeah. I mean, real like everybody that I knew that I used to play Halo with, I have told about Splitgate and yeah. they are all not playing it. But the problem is you're getting all these people that love Halo to go play Splitgate and then literally Halo is coming out. Yeah. yeah. So we'll see how that comes out. I mean, yeah. I am excited for Halo. I'm also excited that I don't have to pay for it. Yeah. And if it pulls me away from Splitgate, that'll be okay if it's good enough. They yeah. had to. They have to do it now. There hasn't been a Halo in a while, so you're getting that crowd. Yeah. And even if it came out a year from now, people are gonna be like, "How oh, about I just played? You Split, know, I, I just feel, played Infinite." I feel like we we've definitely tested that out. That had to have been like 2017, right? 2017, 18. Yeah, it was late. So they've been early. working on it for a while, and I can imagine the looming like Halo release date. They were probably so happy when they were like, "We're pushing it back." Yeah. Give us some more time to work on this. But yeah, yeah and, we'll, and we'll talk about fun. Halo a little bit more later in the podcast. But uh. I mean, Splitgate is, is it's seriously gaining some momentum. So it'll yeah. at, at the very least be very interesting to watch unfold when Halo does become kind of like the next big FPS contender. I know. Um, and, but at this week, at this moment, it's pretty fun. Yeah. And it's free if you're interested. I'm, I'm playing that over other multiplayer games right now. Yeah. You know, that that's really what it is. And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody typically has a multiplayer game or two in rotation. Yeah. Like, this is definitely taking the cake. Um, cake. Justin, what else have you been playing of late? So I uh, made a point to spend money that I definitely might might not have, should have spent. I bought Persona 5 Royal Edition. Oh, my God. I did. And oh, I, my God. And then Justin was like... How much did it like, cost you? Just out of curiosity. It was like full price. <laughs> okay. And then it was like... And then it was like... Uh, and then Justin was like, why don't you play Integrated? And I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot. I, had, I do have that game. I should have bought that. You definitely I should've, can't I play Persona I know, I know. But like, really what it comes down to is like, Katie and Arthur, yeah. at the end of the day, we're all like kind of like hanging out or whatever, and they wanted to play it. And I'm like, yo, let's not play the regular game if I'm going to watch you play this. Play the Royal Edition. I'll buy it, and then we'll play this. And it this is, is just very susceptible to peer pressure is what this sounds like. It's <laughs> partially peer pressure, but then also because I've been kind of wanting to get back into the Persona world anyway because I like kind of miss the dating sim like game. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm lonely. But <laughs> we won't talk about that. A lot to unpack there. I will say, however, uh, that the game is interesting just from the reporting, for whatever. We've been playing for maybe like five to six, seven hours or so. And like in the very beginning, things are different than the original. So it's like yeah. it's fun that they're splicing things that are slightly different and like tangential to the story story it changes nothing really of the main storyline but it does add on a lot more context to other things which is kind of nice and plus there's a new girl so whatever yeah um i'm still gonna beat the integrated drum i, f- I really do feel i know like you i know guys i should fucking, play that I'm game i'm fucking it up i'm fucking i, up, I told justin this earlier don't tell don't say it don't say it you oh, know let's see if it happens you know what the barrier is a little bit right now go ahead because i know there's a little in my head it's a little complicated to set up and i for, and i know we talked about it you it's like you i even got it set up though like i don't have because you and liz we're talking about like okay first you got to get this one and then you download this to get all your save data in here and then you go forward oh yeah and then i forgot everything that you said and then so it's just there's that little download just two final Fantasy seven remakes install four yeah open the game you go to transfer data wait install four install the playstation 4 version oh okay okay install the playstation 4 version you open the game there's a new thing there that says transfer data you hit transfer then you install the PS5 version. Can open you delete the, four at this point? Yes. Oh, okay. Open the PS5 version. Your data is now there. That's it. That's all okay. you have to do. And then you download. And then you can download Integrate, yeah. Right. For whatever it is, like 20 bucks. 
All right. Well, uh, it's very good. It's very good. The story. The story. All right. All right. All right. All right, all right. We're, we're gonna play. It. 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 I swear, we're gonna play it. I just maybe we should play together. I'd be down for that. That would that would make our homework a lot easier. Yeah. And then we'll probably be interested enough to be like, all right, I'm gonna go home and play my own. Go. I don't know. Maybe. I don't. Know, seven hours doesn't seem it's, that bad. It's, it's not very long. Yeah. It's not very long. You can get through it pretty quick. And the story is honestly good. And there's like there's so much like old Final Fantasy love in it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. How far yeah, did yeah. you actually get when you started it? I got to the point where you uh, Yuffie meets Avalanche and it's like the whole thing literally that happens. That is the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> literally, like the first 30 minutes of the game. Todd jumps I was off like, of a train. And <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a song that's like... Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Pretty cool, guys. Really into it. We'll pick it up again. Uh, we will see. I will get into it. I will just say that this weekend's kind of like there's Liz's wedding and then next Wednesday I leave to Europe so it's like I don't want to like maybe I'll try to no Alex know. maybe you should just play through it first and then I'll just and then feel bad Justin into finishing it that never works though mm. how mm. long did we try to get him to finish Red Dead I'm the, here's you still finished Final Fantasy 7 I did I've, I just haven't planned him to yet <laughs> I've said, I've, I've and said I will but I'm, sc- the game. I'm scared of Bahamut man you He's did fucking, the game, he fucked me up yes I finished yeah. the game and I got to the hard mode and yeah. everything is there except for the final Bahamut thing all you're playing Integrate 4 is the last cutscene that's all you need that's what you're playing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, obviously the whole middle yeah. part is good, but yeah, yeah, yeah. like, it's I'm gonna the, play it. There's, there's a payoff yep. there. I'm gonna it's do it. Critical. I'll do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do it. I just yeah. need to find a time when everything is perfect. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I just need to, you know. <laughs> I just feel like there's just so much more to do. I just need to find my purpose in life. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Primarily, you know, uh, pick yeah. some weeds for my Animal Crossing place. It's, my Animal Crossing town looks terrible. Mm. Just It'll joking. I haven't opened that up in a long time. So I've been thinking about it. Anyway, ten percent of your Minecraft time invested in this, it would have been done a week ago. <sighs> Just found out how to get turtle eggs. Um, okay, so I will say the last thing is, I, you guys talked about this a long time ago, and I'm just gonna shout it out there. This is part of the Xbox Game Pass experience. I uh, have fallen in love with. Um, Enter the Gungeon. Holy shit. It's yeah. just so it's so much fun. It's just so much fun. But that's the end of that. Yeah, it's an old game. It's good. It's really freaking hard. It's really hard. Yeah, it's like really hard. Are you playing as the Space Marine? No, I play as I. I let Arthur play as any of the characters, and I play as that one co-op character or whatever. Oh, okay. Would it be and, fun by yourself? Maybe I Dungeon. Don't know. Yeah, Dungeon's fun. I haven't played it. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. It's a twin stick shooter. Can it's you play it online? Hard. I don't think you can. No. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's twin wicked stick. fun though. It's like I mean, there's actually a lot of uh, very like it, it's more detailed than you think it is. Like you, mm. like you'll go into a gunfight and you can like knock over tables and like Dude, hide behind yeah. tables and it, shoot. It's really cool. weird. It's really great. Yeah. Um. I've been enjoying that a lot. I actually wanted that has gotten me like that's been the co-op game, and then when I have off time, I play the um, Mor- Morta. The oh, Children of Morta. Morta. Yeah, we should play that. that we still haven't really played fun. that, but you're too far. I don't want to play with you anymore. So <laughs> for me, I so PlayStation is basically uh, so I played through like uh, Res Infinite. Are you, are you guys familiar with Res? You ever I'm familiar with it, but I never played. So it. All, you should all have it for free. It was like one of those like big chunk of all the free VR games. Uh, I'm not playing it in VR. You definitely don't have to. But, uh, Justin, you might find this interesting because it's the first game. Maybe not the first game, but one of the main games of note that the guy who made Tetris Effect made. So it's like all the visual craziness and all that. It's like oh, yeah, no, it's no. inherited from Res. Yeah. Um, so I played through that recently. And other than that, PlayStation has just been Splitgate. On my Xbox, though, um, there were two games that I was playing on Xbox. Oh, first one. I've been playing through 
Perfect Dark, the XBLA version. Holy fuck, that game is still so good. I mm-hmm. love that game. Uh, but Allie and I played through that new game, 12 Minutes, right. which was the uh, Annapurna game that was announced about like the guys in the the room with whatever. Have you guys played this game at all yet? Not yet, but you were telling me about it before. Yeah. Do you have interest in playing this game? Yes. Do not spoil it. Okay. Uh, so, the, so the game itself is, it, it's fun. It's more of like a point and click adventure game, which is kind of to be expected in, in, you know, how it's describing it, but, uh, or how, how they presented it. Uh, but it's cool. It's got like an interesting story element and it's a lot more interactive than you think. Like it's essentially running a time loop, right? This 12 minute time loop that, uh, as you're playing through it, you have to like, alter the way that you're interacting with things and how you talk to people. And then that ultimately has events unfold in different ways. So it's like, like in most time loop sort of situations, Groundhog's Day style, it's like your character remembers everything from every loop. So it's kind of like you have to do all of these different things to get as much information about the situation as possible and then try to edge it towards the most optimal outcome. Uh, and it's a bit of a ride. It definitely takes you on, on an interesting journey. It's fun. It's it's not easy. Uh, you like you'll probably get into it and have like a good like two hours of just like really f- maybe not maybe like an hour of like really cool experimenting, figuring out what you're able to do or whatever. And then uh, I talked to Liz about this. Like you do hit a wall where it's just like what the fuck am I supposed to do right now? And the game does not do a good job of really uh, explaining it to you. It's mostly because the game is significantly smarter than you think it is. Mm -hmm. So uh, I did end up having to use a guide at a certain point just to kind of like push back or push through this first major barrier. Um, But once you get past that, it all starts to kind of like roll together. It's it's a good experience. I would recommend it. Free on Game Pass. Uh, Fun little mystery sort of situation. Uh, So we played that. And then on Switch, I'm still trying to knock through Skyward Sword. The game's not getting better. Um, <laughs> it's, I think I'm more than halfway. You beat this game, right? Yeah. So I, I just finished the Ancient Cistern. I'm like putting fire on the sword now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You don't like that part? The 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 actual dungeon was fine. Yeah. But I just find the... the I'm trying to remember what the dungeon was like. It's called the Ancient Cistern. The boss was like this six-armed robot creature. Oh yeah, yeah. Where you that, pick up the sword and hit him with his own sword. Not the, not the, um, the pirate robot. No, this was like a, it's like a big weird thing, and like you chop off one of its arms and you pick up its own sword and start fucking. Yeah, I think I remember it. that. Yeah, it's got, it's like a very like, something like kind of Indianish, yes. kind of like deserty. Yes. Okay. That boss is probably the most interesting, compelling thing that's happened in the entire game so far. Yeah. Here's I, my yeah. main question. Okay. I don't I'm, know how far I'm, you are. I'm building... Okay, so... I'm getting these flames. I, I assume I'm turning the sword into the Master Sword. That's, yes. what, that's what it seems like is happening. Yeah. And it's saying that there are three flames that make this happen. Mm-hmm. After I get these three flames, mm-hmm. is that the end of the game? Mm-hmm. Like, are are there five the more dungeons after that? Because no, if, I don't if think... so, I'm just going to kill myself right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I don't think there's... I mean, that might be it. I, I can't remember what happens. At, I mean, I can't remember anything more significant after you make the Master Sword. And I think after that, there's probably one final, like, step, which is essentially, you know... They basically said, like, Zelda's in this place, and the yeah. only way to get to this place is to have, like, the sword powered up with yeah, all this yeah. fire. And then you... So I'm, th- I'm hoping that it's like, 
cool, I get the sword, I go to the thing, and then I yeah, fight Ganon. And then it, and call it, a day. it releases something, and then you got this whole little thing that I won't tell you about because I don't want to spoil it. Okay. And then there's a I just want to know that I'm not staring down the barrel of like six more dungeons. No. Because I'm I don't so, think so fucking over it. After, no, I think the Master Sword is like. The, yeah, I think that sounds right. You know what I hated about this game? The moment that I was like, this is a bad Zelda game. The moment. Uh, so when you go through the game in like Ocarina of Time, you go through Deku Tree, yep. right. Dodongo's yep. Cavern, all this sort of stuff. That's like the first phase of the game, let's right. say. When this game has a first phase, then when you go to the second phase, it's like, now before you can go to the next dungeon, you have to go back to the Deku Tree and do things and, and like get a thing but they lock all the fucking doors again so you're just what? like doing the same like at least a portion of the same dungeon twice and i'm like i hate this like i hate this so much hmm. it like so irritated me i'm like why can't i just do the new thing like i've seen this area i've been through here like this is uninteresting to me that's surprising. I don't, That's I don't a even bad remember game that. Design. It really, really irritates me. And there's this whole stupid fucking mini game where it's like, oh, to be able to like have the courage to go through this section, you have to go into like Twilight Princess like spirit world and like collect these drops. But it's like a stealth mission, so like people can't see you. Uh, it's so dumb, and you have to do this every time before the fucking dungeons. I'm like, I hate this. I don't remember experiencing as many pain points when I was playing it on the Wii U. Uh, or the Wii, rather. I remember going through the game. I remember enjoying the boss fights. I remember thinking it was, like, fun to fight, like, a new way of fighting by, like, angling the sword. I remember the dungeons were forgettable, and but the boss fights were fun. And then I yeah. I remember, like, the final fight being a lot of fun. And that was my experience with it. I was like, okay. story itself is, like, okay. When I found out it was supposed to be the origins, I was like, okay, that makes it a little bit better. But otherwise... Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm like, not feeling any of this. I don't I'm, remember that. I'm definitely just like getting. I think it's because I'm just very. Uh, I'm I'm not mystified by how the game plays with the motion controls and all yeah, this bullshit. Right. And it's it's impossible to separate that from the game. Like that's yeah. what the game is. Right. So like an example is like so before every dungeon you have to do this like collect your pieces of your soul in the spirit world stealth mission or whatever. Oh, I remember that. And you're collecting these little like yeah like so, orby things. So the second area of the world is like this desert area and the the environment that you have to do this in is so annoying to navigate because it's all quicksand i and remember it's like, that and you have to like so you walk slowly through it and there's a there's a stamina meter so like that adds another layer of annoyance and it's like not easy to navigate this area so by the time i finished navigating this whole area the first time in the first phase of the game i was like thank fucking christ i never have to do this ever again then it brings you back there and it's like not only are you back here but now you have to navigate this place quickly during a stealth mission <laughs> and i'm like fuck this like oh my god i really do feel like at times i'm just like pushing through this yeah, game yeah um but my stupid dumb ocd brain will not let me not beat this game because i'm not gonna be that guy yeah you can't be that guy and then you know what the problem is after i do this then i gotta play oracle of ages and oracle of seasons on the fucking game i i secretly really hope that they remake that with the Link's awakening like that would be nice that would be because so i've never nice. played those games really i have them i've never played them i've only played one of them that would be really nice, though. That was, Are you uh, trying to play every Zelda game? I'm I'm close enough at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. We've gotten this far. Have you played uh, the train one? Yeah, I played that. Yeah. Spirit Tracks. Of course you did. Spirit Tracks and Phantom Hourglass. Phantom Hourglass never, was so good. I would never replay those games. Yeah, I probably wouldn't play Phantom Hourglass again, but it was really fun when it's I did like play the, it. how to mess up your DS screen real fast. 
because you're like yeah. sweeping. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway, so All right. so that's that. And then uh, the last thing that I'll touch on because I was talk about retro games for at least a minute is Allie and I have been so obviously we're waiting for baby right. So we're just kind of like killing nights along the way, and we've had this really interesting uh, renaissance with beat 'em up games on the SNES and the I see Streets of Rage in there and the Genesis. Yeah, and we've been playing them mm. a bunch. We've been just absolutely smashing some of these games: Streets of Rage One, Two, Golden Axe. Uh, Turtles in Time, Hyperstone Heist, like all of these games. Did you beat Turtles in Time? Yeah, I, I feel like that. It's like impossible. It's it's hard. The last section is very. Did hard. You do it without like infinite lives or anything. Yeah. Like I feel like uh, every Can time I play that? it, I play it with friends and we're like, oh, this is so much fun, and we're dead in the level two. Well, I think if, you, if you're playing the arcade version, the yeah. arcade version is significantly harder because uh. you're playing on like the hardest difficulty because they're trying to get your quarters. Uh. Uh, but, but the Super Nintendo oh. version is like a, a lot smoother of an experience. Maybe that's why. Um, you want to talk about hard games. So we just started to try to play Streets of Rage 3, which is apparently a very rare uh, pricey game for the Genesis. But uh, that game is fucking impossible and real hard it is it real hard so hard mm. ali and i destroyed streets of rage one first first sitting streets of rage two first sitting just absolutely demolished that game we got <laughs> so beat up by that fucking game because like well first off like oh, i have so many problems with this game first it's cool because it moves way faster yeah it's significantly you can faster. run yeah you can run uh special attacks don't cost your health there's like a little meter thing yeah that's great um, but the sound is horrendous, especially compared to Streets of Rage 2. I'm looking at you, Alex, because I know you had this game as a kid. Yeah, and um, I played it pretty recently, too. It's terrible. God, we got to the second stage, and I wanted to kill myself. Mm, like, so all good. the enemies are so stupid, but I can't not beat it. You know what I mean? I'm just like, I had... Oh, so that was, like, Streets of Rage games were, like... Those are the main games I played with my brother growing up. Um, if you want another really hard Sega game, co-op beat-em-up game to play... Yeah. Um, Spider-Man Separation Anxiety. Oh, yeah. That's co-op. It is two-player? Yeah. Okay. I'd play that. Hard as, hard as fuck. I heard it's not as good as Maximum Carnage. I don't know. That's the one we rented from Blockbuster, so okay. that's the one that we played. Yeah. Okay. What's Soul Blazer? Soul Blazer is... Uh, so that's the first of the... They're called the Quintet games on the uh, Super Nintendo. Mm -hmm. uh, Illusion of Gaia and Terra Nigma and... Uh, oh, so I see that box? Whatever. So, I specifically am excited about Soul Blazer because it is a uh, it's almost like a Link to the Past top down oh, uh, okay. sword That's fighting. What I but, it, to know. but it's an RPG where your character levels up and stuff. But what I really like about this game well, is, is that cool. it respects the player's time because as you move through like That's an nice. area or a dungeon, when yeah. you kill enemies, they're dead permanently, and it saves oh, forever. Cool. So. It's not respawning enemies. It's like you go through the oh, game nice. and then the game's done. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like uh, Ninja Gaiden. Exactly. Just yeah. nightmare. Yeah. Um, <gasps> this game, I think you would like. We started playing this one. It's called Pocky and Rocky. Another very rare and interesting. Those names rhyme. Super yeah. Nintendo game. Um, that's probably like my second or third most Is expensive that, game um, that I have right now. Weird. Rocco's Modern Life font. That's what I was just. I, that's what <laughs> I, I thought looks that like was. Right? Yeah. I thought that was that. I wonder if they were like a fan of this game growing up yeah. and they were like, oh, you know what? would be great as a font yeah. yeah it's like a you ever play smash tv where you're like shooting in eight directions maybe no <laughs> or uh i think we played that game xeno crisis for a minute it's just it's a game like that but uh okay. it's a lot of fun uh, cool. so we're, we've been playing that so that's that's all my retro stuff very cool very anyway, cool anyway what do you say we get into the news right into the news into the news so 
Uh, oh, last thing that I want to mention that we played. <laughs> okay. And this kind of leads into sort of everything else. So uh, games are coming out soon. Okay. Lots of games are coming out soon. One of the games that's coming out uh, had a demo released this past week. Uh, and that was uh, WarioWare Get It Together oh, on shit. Switch. It is so much fun. Really? First off, it's I'm a so WarioWare game, and it's multiplayer, so oh, it's like co-op. Yeah. So it's like both of you are doing the same game at the same time. That's great. Really fun. Uh, Ali and I played the fuck out of that demo. Like, it's actually a pretty like depthy demo. There's probably like 20 mini games in there, and like five different characters you get to play as. Oh, that's it's, awesome. It's a really interesting thing. Really cool visual style. I'm really stoked about that game. Um, so if you haven't played that yet, when is that game coming out? October. Oh man. Okay. I'll so, try the demo. That sounds like, fun. yeah, so that's, that's coming out pretty soon. Um, anyway, one of the topics that we wanted to discuss is the, what sort of like the landscape for the rest of the year is going to look like in regards to releases. And it's kind of hard to talk about that without talking about Halo. Right. So Halo got its, um, it was like rumored and then became official, release date which is going to be december 8th wow so now we have a definitive date december 8th first halo not to come out in november probably I is think it probably. we usually have a november timeline i have no yeah i mean that makes sense right right before christmas it's yeah. usually the the play in this case i guess they need the extra two weeks yeah i, I want to double check this but i'm pretty sure this is an exceptionally weird date because yeah, so it's an exceptionally weird date because that is a Wednesday. What? What wow. game comes out on Wednesday? <laughs> that is weird. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the logic was there, but uh, it's cool that we have a date. Unfortunately, that date did come with some uh, bad news, which is that... Um, this is so bizarre. It will not be launching with campaign co-op or forge mode, which are like franchise staples every halo has always had a campaign co-op and forge mode i've never actually messed with forge mode forge mode is fun i yeah. mean playing other people's stages i've never tried to build a stage the, the big yeah i mean i'm just speaking from my own perspective because i know forge is a huge thing but to me like the, the co-op is just unforgivable yeah yes. i agree with that yeah i i, I mean forge like, is definitely okay like yeah put that in later that's not really something i'm worried about yeah co-op, I, though i've played all of the the halo games before but i think you guys are more like tuned to that world i mean how what are you saying justin i'm saying, <laughs> saying y'all are halo fans i hate it. um but how from your point of view how detrimental is this to the game like do you think that this like should they have like maybe delayed it or something or like is i just can't fathom why this would not be included so it's been so constant yeah i mean when they were the sources on this too and the developers have talked about this um they considered delaying it yeah um the options were delay it into next year uh or the their uh their logic for this was well it's basically they didn't say this but it's like a games a service game you know it's mm-hmm. it's going to have a shelf life it's going to keep being updated and evolve over time so in their head it's like you know it's just going to make sense to add it later anyway since we're going to be doing updates as we go but halo co- co-op yeah. campaign that's yeah. why people buy this that's how we grew up playing it that's such a huge part of what makes halo great Remember the um, remember the uproar when Halo Four didn't have split screen at launch or whatever. Yeah, or yeah. Like, I mean that was a huge kerfuffle. 
or maybe not at launch, like period. It didn't. We, have we wrote screen. an article about this back in the day, and uh, you know that was our our <laughs> our interesting interaction with uh, yes. you know God rest his soul, Total Biscuit. That's right. Yeah. He commented on my article. He did. Yeah. And we had a little back and forth about it. He Wait. didn't agree with my take. <laughs> yeah. What was the um? Wasn't that bit about like uh? What was it? It wasn't about frame rates. That was something. It was frame rate versus gameplay. Well, yeah. that's that's what it is because I think they publicly said that the reason why they were not including it is oh, because, because they were rate. prioritizing 60 FPS uh, over 30 FPS co-op, which is an interesting battle now. Yeah, but is the solo campaign going to be a thing at launch? Yeah, yeah, that yeah. will. So I guess that's another weird thing, right? So the the multiplayer is free to play, and it's almost like a separate. Piece. Yeah, it's separate. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, but. Right, and it, um, no, but it is separate. It is, like, it yeah. is so you can get it it's like a separate deadline. It's like right. you know when you, you got, can have that for free. Remember right. when like Call of Duty Modern Warfare was like, you start the game and it's like left side of the screen is campaign, yeah. right side of the screen multiplayer. I think it's gonna be like that. Mm. So, so, so the left side of the screen is the campaign, yeah. and then they're like, okay, you can play the campaign sixty, uh, sixty bucks. Game Pass <laughs> six, 60, six, Oh, of course, but yeah. still, so people are still buying this game, but now they're just not getting the co-op you know that's that's on the campaign side of the yeah, equation yeah. so they're getting less of a 60 dollars game up front right i mean I, you're right in my mind i was like oh well it's game pass so i'm not really paying for it anyway but you're right people who are paying 60 dollars straight out of the gate they're like hmm how many people do you think are doing that like i i straight up can't imagine a person that I'm owns sure there's Xbox a lot of that's not game pass in it that's a good qu- i mean how many people know about game pass is a real question right it's that's like, the other thing like if you're a parent just getting an right, xbox for your right. kid yeah i don't know if you're necessarily that attuned to what the hell game pass right. is mm-hmm. i mean i definitely wasn't if it wasn't beaten into my head by liz and jason and yeah. you and everybody you know like it and everybody on twitter being actually, like well actually game pass is a great value it, it is funny actually because like i i I feel like we're so close to it that often I'm like, well, how could you not know about Game Pass? Right. Uh, and then I'm thinking, I remember when I was a kid and I wanted to play Fantasy Star Online on the GameCube. And I remember going to my dad and being like, hey, so this is like $10 a month. And he's like, yeah, $10 a month. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting that. Yeah, right. exactly. And it was like, huh. And that's probably the battle that kids play now where it's like, well, it's only like $60 for the year or whatever. Um, but what's the, And the similarity is like, I'm like, how could those conversations actually be happening? But then I think about my brother-in-law. My brother-in-law has PlayStation Plus, but he he doesn't. He's not subscribed to it. Like we get him a gift card once a year, and he like uses that to like play PlayStation Plus. There are all different walks of life. Yeah, it's, it's a you know that's weird for different folks. It's just like imagine if I hate that saying by the way. It's so gross. For different me. strokes. Yeah, it's weird. It's like well, you just stroke people. Stop stroking people. Stop anyway. Imagine Final Fantasy Remake comes out and it's like, it's coming out this date. Your favorite nostalgic, you relive the events of Final Fantasy VII. But Tifa won't be there until a couple months <laughs> later. You're like, yeah. uh, <laughs> you just have a blank. But space. like, right. But it's like, but the game is still there and like everything I mean, still happens. Yeah. But it's like, there's a core missing there. Like, I'm going to play it by like, myself, but so much of that experience is sharing it. I was going to say, like, I know for a fact. I'm still kind of hung up on the strokes thing. Sorry. <laughs> I'm reading strokes the wrong way. Anyway. Uh, Am I? <laughs> I? Maybe not. I don't know. So I, I'm sure that there is some population of people that are like me and my friend Bill are Halo fans. And yeah. we've played the campaign co-op every Halo that's ever come out on day one. Yeah. And even rode through the shit of Halo 4 and 5. And here we are, you know. I mean, it would save. And then it's like, nope. 
Yeah. Oh, wait, Halo 5 didn't have... Cam- Did they have campaign co-op? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, they didn't have split-screen multiplayer. That's right. Yeah, no, uh, they yeah, don't. I think that was Halo 4, too. No, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I downloaded Halo 5 specifically so me and Arthur can play, and then we were like, I can't play co-op with you. <laughs> I immediately uninstalled it. Co-op I still have... Uh, no, so, I mean, couch co-op. Like, you couldn't... So I think there's no couch play, co-op with 5. I think you can play campaign couch co-op, but I don't think you can play online multiplayer. I, tr- couch I was co-op. trying, and there was no option for doing that. You well, couldn't get another person in. But uh, maybe, maybe I was doing right. it wrong. I don't know. I know it's all online. Weird. I thought it was only online for a second. It's been. T- Ooh, maybe it was only online. I don't. Yeah, know. I don't know. This is a Google question. I don't yeah. know what I they're. Hope, I don't, I don't know what they're doing. Can you play Halo 5's campaign in co-op? Oh, it didn't hear me. Can you play Halo 5's campaign in co-op? In GoGop. <laughs> this is great content. Did, did it work? Did it work? Uh, it's now playing. <laughs> I mean, this is pretty great. Go I got a new phone, guys. Hello. All right. That couldn't have been. How do you get... That's fucking weird. That All was right, hilarious. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, to... yeah. It's like a sitcom thing. <laughs> yeah. uh. mm, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, maybe you could. Uh, no, fans breathe a sigh of relief after previously being disappointed to see this feature missing in Halo 5. Screen, uh, split screen co-op returns to the franchise with Halo. Whoa, oh, oh, that's hilarious! That was last year, July. So fans yeah. breathe a sigh of relief then, and then they're like, well, <laughs> now, "What the hell?" Yeah, now it's not even available. Breathe a sigh of, of course, our expectations are squandered. Yeah. yeah, it's a weird thing. It's it's just a very odd thing for them not to include. Frankly, I feel like if I'm being the coldest version of myself, they can definitely get away with this and they will like that game is still going to be phenomenally popular. I will, Every I will, single person I, that owns an Xbox is playing that game. If yeah. Halo is like, I mean, okay. So I'm like slowly warming up to the idea. Maybe split gate literally today is making me a little bit more excited about Halo, but like I'm getting more, I'm like kind of okay with this. Maybe potential open world, uh, Halo experience. Now that I also know that there is going to be co-op, maybe that's like, more fun and sandboxy with another friend as you're like running and ramping around in this like sandboxy open world whatever maybe that would be more fun maybe it's like you take on different missions maybe it's like a different play if you play it single versus cup i don't know yeah it's still but still you'll never find out here's a question mm. do you think it'll have split screen online multiplayer Wait, why would you have why? split screen if you're online you've never done that before where you can see somebody else do the thing no the only time that we've seen that is no no in- like so in college, right? Like exclusively my relationship with my friend uh, Andrew and Brandon. Like we used to play Halo. Like the three of us would be sitting in a room. You mean land parties? Oh, you're and, saying. And the three of us would be Zero Skirbo, Zero Skirbo Guest 1, and Zero yeah, Skirbo yeah. Guest 2 all playing online versus oh, other that, people. Right, I interpreted it the other okay. way too. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good question. Because yeah. like to me that that is essential. You know what I mean? That, that was a very important part I- of that game not if me. everybody's getting that game for free and everybody plays online multi- multiplayer yeah, it's most like, of the time okay my friend andrew and brandon come over here and it's like oh what do we want to do oh we could all play halo online together oh wait no we can't i would bet you know? no you i would bet no i would I th- bet no that feels like a uh a old feature of a yester console you know <laughs> that seems like a that seems like they would not want to four instances of their game to be running at the same time on online all multiplayer. at 60 fps 4k yeah yeah right <laughs> It's funny, like, technology has gone so far that we're actually losing features of the past. Yeah. Yeah. Like, co-op. <laughs> I used to... I used to Because I used to play Halo hard, so it was always fun to go into a lobby with, like, my friends online mm-hmm. and see Zero Scarborough, one, two, three, four. You're like, we're going to fuck these guys yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, anyway. Yes. It was great. 
good times different strokes so different <laughs> what are we pets <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so we'll we'll see what comes with halo i'm sure it's going to be phenomenally successful um just a weird like what are they doing over there yeah you know, phenomenally successful who knows yeah one but, other odd piece of news that we did come out so obviously you know people are now thinking about what these holiday big holiday season games are going to be and uh, one of them we will not be getting, which is Horizon Zero Dawn. That got pushed into February of next year. And to my knowledge, that was going to be pretty much the main PlayStation first party, you know, big time game that was going to come out this holiday season. And now it's like there's Deathloop. <laughs> and yeah. like, that's pretty much it. So and we, it's not even first party. You know what I mean? I knew we knew a couple weeks ago, I think, that it was getting delayed out of this holiday season. Yeah. But. So I'm not sure if it got delayed further, but so this is like them saying it's been pushed to February. Yeah. I think. It's, it's just odd because it makes me feel like there's almost nothing happening in the PlayStation ecosystem of note, you know, specific to that console at least. I mean, like there's other big games that are coming out that will be on that platform. I mean, Deathloop, Deathloop's coming out in like... Pretty weeks. soon. Yeah, like two weeks. Finally. Tales of Arise is also coming out. Did you guys play the Tales of Arise demo? No. It's is it fun? Really good. Really? I'm gonna, I'm, it is really good. I think I'm gonna get. Yeah, I'm gonna, my, that might be a game that I play. Think about like Tales, but Head like cuts out all the bullshit. I've only played Tales of Symphonia, and I loved it. Okay, and I haven't so, played anything before or after. I was shocked by this one. I'll just give you a, this one change. This one change, compl- like fundamentally, made me be like, oh, this is gonna be the best to play. So, you know in Tales of Symphonia, you're running around and yes. like weird shadow creature comes up to you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle screen. 2D environment. Yeah. Beast Fang or whatever. Right. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yep. That's accurate. And then at the end, they're all like, all right, eat the sandwich. Numbers going up, right? That last segment does not exist at all. So, it's like as you're running around, it's like creature comes up to you bam no transition screen you're immediately like there is a transition but it's it's like zero load time at all yeah and it's like bam you're in a fight and then the second you finish the fight again clean sweep and you're already running around the world again okay so there is zero downtime in between fights that's great it made like it made the demo so easy to play through i was just like oh my god like like because i'm not like is it worth playing the demo if you're gonna play the normal game i'll say that as far as demos go it's like pretty approachable yeah like there's there's basically no story involved at all it's really just like this is what it's gonna feel like to be playing this game okay you know and like i was very happy with it. But I played Beast a lot of Fang Final Fantasy. its appearance. <laughs> I've made a lot of fun, played a lot of Final Fantasy games, and I love seeing that victory screen thousands of times. Yeah, right. Yeah. Mashing X to get through yeah. it. Yeah, I'm gonna I, miss it. I'm telling you, it makes, it makes the whole <laughs> game feel different. It makes the whole game feel different, and like it's a little bit more uh, modern. You know what's cool? It's like I don't know if it's the same composer, but like the battle theme sounds exactly like a tales game it's yeah. like it makes me so happy when i go when it goes into that battle thing because i'm like oh yeah this is like it totally on point it's like 25 percent less cartoony right like it has a little it's, bit more mature it's, edge it's to it definitely more mature anime it's like it went from like uh what's, what's a good comparison here <laughs> i think uh, okay. it went from like trigun to bebop yeah yeah yeah. you know what okay. i mean <laughs> so it's like it's definitely like you know That's funny more a little angry looking faces and like more details and I stuff. I still have the demo installed. After they've the been podcast, going further and further. Like if Symphonia was more chibi, 
Oh yeah. It, they've been going. I pl- I played Vesperia, which is the one after that. I heard that one was actually horrendous. It's I, like I liked it. Yeah. I mean, they're all. I think they're all good quality games to a certain extent. Yeah. I think Vesperia. That was a Xbox Three Sixty. That was right? Vesperia. Is Vesperia. The one I played. Then there is a Z one somewhere. Okay, so I think Vesperia is the worst one, and then the two most recent, which was Tales of Zillia Two and Tales of Bes. Be, be something. Yeah, there's something with a B. The yeah. B one is supposed to be like just like they totally fucked it up. Really? And I think that one was so bad. So from my knowledge, at the time that Tales of Symphonia came out, yeah. they had a new Tales game coming out every 18 months. That's too much. Which is ridiculous. And it got and so those last ones, Tales of Zillia, Zillia 2 and B, B yeah. something. It's got the weirdest fucking name. But uh those apparently performed so poorly that they were like, okay, we're fucking up tails. Everybody shut it down. Like they disbanded the entire team, and then like that's an, they just got rid of wow. them. Wow. Yeah. So they disbanded the team because for those last two, the main guy was not involved. Mm. He was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm okay. not doing it." So then Tales of Arise, they pulled everyone back in, rebuilt the team, and they're like, "We're taking four years." It was like four years for them to be like, "Now we're making a game." Interesting. Now this is the tails that's going to so, be tails again. I have all the names in front of me. Okay. What, Trivia question first. What year did Tales of Symphonia come out? Wait, I know this. I know the this is this GameCube, right? It doesn't say, but I, yes, it, it was GameCube. Two thousand three. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You both nailed it. Yeah, there <laughs> okay. you go. Okay, I just just so freaking long. Ago. I remember that being did, a game while also playing Smash with you, when, and that's when our friendship started becoming like strong. When did Tales of Fantasia come out? That was like 96? So that was, so that was the first one. You're close. 94? 95. Yeah, right wow. In between. So that was the first one. I sort of played that one. Let me I think see, I let me see if, I can, if I can name... I'm going to see if I can name all of them. God, there's a lot. Holy shit. There's a lot more I, than I, I know a lot of them. Okay, so Fantasia's first. So Fantasia. Yes. Then Destiny? Yes. Destiny 2? No. Wait, no. There's definitely a Tales of Destiny too. Yeah, but that's not the right order. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then I don't know. I know. I know Tales of Destiny, okay. Tales of Destiny two, uh, Symphonia. So there's there is one. Bet- there's one that you missed. What's between called Eternia. Uh, I never heard of that one. And then so after Symphonia, then there's Vesperia, nope. Zesteria. So Tales of the Abyss. So there's Abyssteria, and then there's four between. Uh, until you get to Vesperia. Is one of them Tales of the Abyss? Yes. What are the other ones? So there's Symphonia, Rebirth, Legendia, like legend, and then the Abyss, <laughs> then Tales of Innocence. What the fuck? These can't all be... Yeah, they're no, supposed, they, they, they're main there's some that are games. definitely just Japanese that, right. released. And then you get to Vesperia. Because they'll be I, like, we're, we're overstimulating the Americans. They're not going to want to play these games the anymore. The last one I played was Tales of Hearts R on the PS Vita. So then you get... I know this is not that exciting, but you get Vesperia, then you get Hearts, then mm-hmm. you get Graces. Never heard of that. Then you have Zillia. Zillia. Zillia 2. Then Zillia 2. And then here we go. You get to Zestiria, which is yes. the one you were talking about. That's the about. bad one. And then Berseria. That's the worst one. Yeah. And then that was 2016. Yeah. So it's so five, five years. years. So five years. So yeah, it was after Best. Besperia, <laughs> whatever the fuck, Berseria, Berseria. It was after that one that they were like, shut it down, rebuild the team, and now Tales of Arise is like, this is what we're turning this into. I feel like as I'm looking through all the cover art, I'm like, I think Tales of Symphonia was the right pick. 
for me to play the one tails game right. that i oh, played the, the, moon, yeah. the the stars yeah. aligned and yeah. we both yeah. played that but I'll tell you what, if you look at gameplay for tales of destiny 2 yeah. it's beautiful really i actually got that game yeah it's so it's all it's 2d but like it has these really interesting uh sprites for mm. the battle stuff it's like very cool and it's like ps1 so it's like it's like these really like detailed 2d sprites on 3d backgrounds it's very bizarre but uh, I, I personally think that it looks ridiculously cool. Hmm. Okay. Um, and confirmed a lot of these did just release in Japan. So okay. yeah. you're off the hook, I okay. think, on some of Deal. these. All right, good. I mean, um, look at this cover art. Like, Yeah, what the hell is that? If that's, that's some Japanese ass shit. I worked, I worked at GameStop back in the day. Okay. So <laughs> I, I know my video games. Um, okay. So, yeah. So we were talking about games that are coming out that was a rabbit hole this year. Yeah. And yeah, so in regards to PlayStation, I just really don't think that there's that much exciting happening there. Yeah. It's like really the only games that I can immediately think of of note are Tales of Arise and Deathloop. Isn't it funny that in the beginning of this year, the first six months, we were all like, PlayStation, 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 Xbox. Now we're like, Xbox, 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 PlayStation. But honestly, there's Halo, nothing coming you know? up. But it's only Halo. What else is coming on Xbox? Yeah, I know. I mean, that's kind I, of enough. I'm like, definitely playing my Xbox more than I am my PlayStation, except for when we're playing like Apex and now I guess Splitgate. Or yeah. Knockout City, right? So, like, besides that, I mean, and integrate. But there were like, <laughs> if there were good games coming out like every month. Yeah, that were isn't that like you know, on I mean, these systems? I, then I'd be playing those. But yeah, I'm filling yeah. my filling my time. That's right. That's right. It really does feel like a, a time filling area. I think that's why I'm having this really nice renaissance with uh, the old with games. the retro yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love your setup here. The setup looks great. There is. Yeah, I, I feel bad about having the boxes out, but that's how I'm like. I'm not putting these games away until I beat them, which is why my Wii, uh, Switch stack is just absolutely appalling. But um, there is one other game that comes out tomorrow that I'm pretty excited about. What's that? No More Heroes 3. That's tomorrow? Wow. Comes out tomorrow. I totally Holy forgot shit. about that shit. I did too. Are there reviews out? Do people care uh, about that? I've heard nothing about it. Do I dare look? I care if it's good. I'm gonna I mean, I'm gonna play it regardless. This is a game from my childhood. There there was some uh controversy. This is gonna be dated news in literally twelve hours. But uh there was some controversy where they said that there wasn't a, a review embargo that was up that wasn't going to lift until after the game came out. But I think they might have lifted it. So let's just try You know this that's guy. a good sign when they're No More Heroes three Metacritic. <laughs> Girls just want to have fun. Uh, so the, the review embargo releases in two hours. Also, I've never oh, seen this before on Metacritic. There's a literally a countdown clock for when the reviews are going Did to you see, lift. Uh, you know, website Gamasutra. Yeah, they changed their name. They rebranded to what? Good for them. GameDevelopers.com. That's a little, uh, maybe that's I mean, a little more stale, for, but that's for more... an SEO perspective. They're nailing it. <laughs> yeah, they're... Gamma Sutra was a, st- a stupid name. I thought video games. Yeah, I but guarantee you, it... if you look at their analytics, like look at their similar web or something, and you're gonna see their their actual search traffic, like influx search traffic, fucking skyrocket after mm. that. Because who knows how to spell Gamma Sutra? Yeah, that's true. You have to want to find Gamma Sutra. Yeah, but interesting. Game? We're talking about no. like how the the new name for our company is, you know gonna like hard for people to understand yeah definitely not yeah imagine showing someone your business card oh yeah i work for gama sutra you you what yeah right <laughs> excuse me yeah but it's if a you're public like, place there's children here what do you work for oh uh game developers no no, no i said i said who do you work yeah. for now what do you do <laughs> that's even better actually that's true <laughs> no it's what yeah. what dot com with yeah. like a 
no offense, kind of a generic logo, guys. Super, really? Um, I haven't even wait, seen it. Wait, let me guess. It's a D-pad. <laughs> no. It, oh, my God. It's a... Uh, joystick. No, no, no. It's nothing like that. It's just like um, a a, the combination. It's like a G with a D or something. Let's see so if it I could. Can... Is it Appular? Do they make it so it looks like an app? Uh, it looks like Pac-Man. I like, actually hate that. Right? Yeah, it looks pretty terrible. It doesn't really it look like a D. So oh, generic. I see the D in the middle. I'm it not even looks... sure there's a D. Is there a D? Yeah, there's a D, a lowercase, a lowercase D. It's capital G, uh, lowercase yeah, D. Yeah, you're right. I hate that. Yeah. I hate that. You know what it's like? It's like that... <laughs> It's trying too hard. It reminds me of like we're at PAX walking around and then there's that one booth off to the side that does some sort of business related thing, but you really don't care because they're just in the way of the rest of the actual games. And like you just see this yeah. logo and you're like, ah, whatever. It's so generic. Everything here looks so generic. Yeah. It looks like a stroller to me. You know what the joke is? Yeah. They probably like paid somebody like 20 grand for that logo. I, yeah. Dude, <laughs> you're probably right. <laughs> the amount of money like cheap ass gamer paid for their logo. Ridiculous. Are they running ads? Probably. How do websites make money nowadays? Ugh, I don't know. This, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm Good not, luck. I'm not excited about any of that. Uh, okay, so we've been going for a little while, but one thing that I wanted to mention, again, Gamescom is going on right now. Yeah. Uh, have you guys been following any of what's going on with Gamescom? I only watched day two a little bit during the stream today when, you, like when you mentioned loosely it. Loosely following things coming out of it, but I haven't been watching it. Yeah, so I saw uh, Jeff Keeley's presentation which was like fine i mean and th and then today there was a lot of like indie game stuff uh there's a few major things of note um the first not a major thing of note but just something worth addressing was that jeff Keighley closed out his uh whole big to do with uh his like segment a new trailer for death stranding director's cut oh my god which we got to see more of that game so excited uh it is it just keeps getting weirder to be honest so yeah. like they, there's like now i don't think any of us are playing director's cut or have much of an interest in it no nope. but some of the sweet new features they added there's like new ways that you cannot play the game such as like you have hover boots now so if you like jump off a thing you don't have to like worry about falling down the cliff you can just hover all the way down cool uh they maybe yes doesn't that defeat the purpose of the game which is terrain climber guy well there's also like you don't even have to put stuff on your back anymore because now there's a robot that just runs with you it's just a, a legs robot that you put all your packages on and it just carries your packages for you i don't get it um and then this is probably the weirdest thing they added a new i i guess mode to the game yeah where they turn it into a racing game what? So, so now they like turned parts of the world into literal racetracks and it's like you're racing on a racetrack the driving wasn't that good in that game this is what i'm saying and then even weirder they added ramps so that you can build in the world and like jump your motorcycle off of and they added this new system where you can do tricks with the motorcycle what the fuck what <laughs> doesn't that take away from like literally all the immersion in that game i just have no idea it seems like he's just trolling everybody at this point right whatever i just wanted to mention that because i'm like this is what you close on like this is not the banger that you think it is it's like i i dislike it so much i almost don't even want to talk about it yeah you know like yeah i just needed to address that because it was like it was occupying a part of my brain yeah. and now it is out of my brain yeah. yeah so that's that share the load um, okay so i wrote down the name of three games out of anything that I've heard about at this thing, I wrote down three games 
that I thought were either significant on some level or interesting. Okay. First game is this one called Marvel Midnight Sun. This is the new Marvel game. Have you guys seen anything this about the, this game? It's the only one, the only game of Gamescom I think I actually watched a trailer for. Yes. So it's like the XCOM yeah. version of Marvel games, mm-hmm. which was talked about like a while back. Yeah, I think I remember seeing it. You play as some unique new character that now exists in the Marvel Universe. I don't know what the name is. Um, I was just kind of curious what you guys think about this. I feel like, to a certain extent, from my perspective, we're getting a little oversaturated with the superhero stuff in the game space now. But maybe that's just me. I So, the trailer was like four minutes long. And the first two minutes were all cinematic stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I couldn't get through it because I thought it was really dumb. So, I turned it off. This, this is also how I felt. I did not get to the end of the trailer, but I was just like... So I didn't even... Is... I should see gameplay. Yeah. Originally, I thought it was an expansion to the Avengers game. And then I was like, oh, wait, yeah. no, this is its own game. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. I don't know. Wolverine's in it. He took... You know what he does? He takes out his claws. I knew that. <laughs> so. I'm going to be honest. I don't really... I have, like, near zero interest in all superhero games, maybe save for like when spider-man came out you know what i mean or like those bigger games that seem more fun but overall like anything that has like a, a superhero like rapper over it is right. just not really that interesting to you're, me you're not stoked for the guardians of the galaxy game like, <laughs> to look, fight if, different colored blobs i don't know look if you I, I think what it really is is if you take one character and make a cool story-based game out of them that's gonna be fun. It could be, yeah, exactly. It could be fun, but it could be fun. It but could I'd be, fun. I'll say that's more interesting to me, yeah, than this sort of cluster whatever yeah, of Marvel right. characters. Yeah. It's like everybody's characters in there. See, we're catering to everyone. Yeah, that's not as much fun. S- second game that I wrote down. This one I'm actually genuinely, totally stoked about, mostly because it's in line with the types of games that I've been playing recently. And this is not a new new game, but it's a new trailer and potential release date uh but that's teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge did you guys watch any trailers for this game no no it is awesome looking so it's a it's a side-scrolling old school beat-em-up oh, very shit. much akin to turtles in time oh shit the art style is amazing really it's like it's like as good if not better than like river city girls what it's shut up so good looking. shut your mouth what's I, this game what's this what is this it's called teenage mutant ninja turtles shredder's revenge Shredders, we played Scott Pilgrim. I just realized that. Oh yeah, <laughs> meow, meow. I would yeah, play that. we should play that. I, like I mean, it, it has like new stuff and oh, whoa, this looks great. Have you right? seen this? No. Here, take Dude, a look. Well, do, it, like if you can find a YouTube, look how good video the pixel art is. Fast forward, fast forward to any part of the uh, video. Oh, wow. yeah. In motion, the animation is so good. It really, so it's like springy, it's bouncy. See that? That's like old school turtles that I like. Yeah, yeah me too. Like I mean, that's from yeah, all the new stuff, all the new styles are so weird. They're so crappy. Yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the interesting things. So oh, this looks for great. this Gamescom's trailer, they announced uh, April O'Neil as being a playable character in it, and to to speak to the hilarious and really nice personality uh, driven animation, the way that she revives a downed teammate is she takes out a slice of pizza and wafts the pizza smell <laughs> in their face. And I'm like, this is just perfect. That's great. So I love that. Uh, very excited about that game. I think it got pushed to 2022. It was supposed to come out this year, but, you know, whatever. Oh, dude, this looks really good. Either way, I'm going to play that game the day it comes out. Yeah, yeah, that looks fun. It's going to be the best. Okay, the last game. And this is probably the weirdest. This is not the last game. There was a shitload of games for Gamescom. Sorry if I, you know, it was cool and I missed it. Um, 
but this one definitely I've seen the most people talk about and I really just don't understand anything about it. And I might need to just pull up a trailer if you guys have not heard of this. It's a game called Doke V. Have you seen this game? Nope. Okay, so give me, we're, we're going to pull up a trailer real quick, and we're going to play it in the background. Okay. Because visually, like, and this has... Let me like, type it in while you explain it. Sure. This has, like, every big developer, like, talking about it. Like, Corey Barlog is, like, writing on Twitter. He's like, oh, my God, like, I need to play this game, whatever. D-O-K-E-V. It, as far as visuals, it's probably the most... Uh, yeah. So we're watching... Doke V. Do the the official 4K trailer. It doesn't matter where. Official gameplay trailer. If you want to follow along, I'm going to turn the volume down. Um, I don't know what the fuck is going on in this game. Pearl Abyss. Everybody's talking about it. It's like really visually. Interesting. Whoa, whoa. Here, we'll turn up the volume. I love a little it. Bit. This Are is they Pokemon in- trainers. This is not in-game footage. This is all mocap. <laughs> this is apparently in-game footage. This is mocap as fuck. This is gameplay? This Whoa. is gameplay for whatever this game is. I couldn't tell you what this game is about. Well, it's a lot of kids running around. Kids See, that looks around. great. That on, does look really good. On bikes, Whoa. on skateboards, really fluid, nice animations. I mean, it's weird, but I've never seen... Like, this is a next-gen-esque game to me right away. What? Yeah. Yeah, this does look really good. It's it's insane looking. Superhero, be a superhero. Close enough. She turns into a teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Look, and then you're like, you fight these robots Whoa. with other friends. This looks amazing. This actually. looks really good. I mean, minus right? the thirty frames per second, but this is probably the the Gamescom game that's got like the confetti. Like, I like what the wow. fuck is even happening in this trailer? This is super right impressive. Now? Yeah. If you told me the team. Uh, that made Astrobot made this, I'd believe you. Oh, uh, Asobi? It's like, yeah, it's super Whoa. bouncy and fluid. Yeah, it looks like a... I don't even know. It kind of feels like a, like a weird, childish... Okay, the, the animations make me feel a little bit more like like the fighting, especially in the dodge rolling, kind of like Black Desert-y. Is that not? Yeah, I I'm, you, I'm with you on that. It's like it's like it's very like the the graphics are very sharp and stunning and like the contrast looks great. Wow. Um, I mean, it just looks ridiculously I mean, next gen. You, you know, whenever you see a wow. character move this around, awesome. In like a, the, oh my god, the rollerblades look amazing. You know, you see a character move around in a cutscene, and then they it snaps the gameplay and they get stiff again, and they just yeah. yeah. It's not doing that. No. It's like you're just that yeah. character. I'm just watching somebody in mocap. Somebody's actually mocapping all of my movements to my controller as I press them. Yeah. This looks so good. Yeah. Like, I mean, who knows if the story's going to be good, but visually and gameplay-wise. It's yeah, just like it's... I can't get a read on anything about wow. what this game even is. Can, this looks can, so cool. Can you imagine a uh, Dragon Ball game in this? Like that? Visual style? Oh, yeah, yeah, right. That's true. Like, that'd be crazy. What the fuck is happening? That... I, this should be any anime games. Um, this like is what they should aesthetic. be going for. Yeah. yeah. Is that Ho-Oh? I love it. I mean, wow. the, the draw design is fucking crazy. That's, if that, I mean, the architecture, like all of the stuff that they're showing you, looks so well designed. What? Who, but like, who what is you, the studio? Right? I don't know. He's on a little baby jet ski. He's in a little baby like fucking power wheel. Wow. It's just, it's, I don't know. This has got a lot of major developers talking about it. Everybody was kind of shocked by how good it looked. Um. And 
straight up came out of nowhere. I almost can't believe it's gameplay until I see someone with the controller. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Because it just looks that good. It's so... I forgive the expression. Like, it just looks super Japanese it to me. Like, it looks like con concept art, but, it, it looks it's like if, but it's moving. It looks like if... Uh, Splatoon was to be real children uh, with yeah. amazing PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X graphics. It's like very Disney-esque, too. Like, it reminds me of, like, Big Hero 6. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's uh, very well, impressive. I'd almost, no matter how weird it is, if it looks like that, yeah. I'd probably play it. Yeah, so Pearl Abyss is that studio. Oh, that cool. was weirdly, that was weird. That was yeah. really cool. That so, was a trip. That, that was, uh, a lot of people are talking about it online. It was funny. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, I got. I think he actually wrote for the website way back in the day. Um, God, what the fuck is his name? He wrote on the Zero Review. Yeah, like a long time ago. Ryan? Uh, no. Oh, hmm. He's a friend of Potts's. But I saw him message something online where he's like, "So what do I have to do to be a Doke V influencer?" And the developer actually like responded and was like, "We'll put you on the list." And he was like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So. Huh. Weird. Weird. Cool. Very, very strange, very different. Um, that was impressive. Yeah, so that's stuff that's come out of Gamescom. That's mm. cool. Because I've run out of news. Yeah. We've talked about quite a bit. Um, the indie showcase today uh, was pretty okay. Um, there was like an odd game here or there. Yeah, there was one that was very reminiscent of like Final Fantasy Tactics, which I was like, oh, that looks like it's going to be a game that I'll play. But otherwise, everything else seemed pretty... I don't want to call them generic. They're nice. They're fine. Yeah. Because we're at an interesting crossroads of this podcast. Because, like, realistically, by the next podcast, I might be a father. Yeah, that's possible. Are we still going to be able to do this? Well, I definitely won't be here next yes. week. I'll be in London. Oh, uh, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, next week's podcast London. is definitely not going to happen. Yeah. But, well, maybe it will. And then the well, following we'll podcast will be the day after the drop dead date yeah bad words choice but drop <laughs> yeah. you know the date the date sorry yeah um what would do like me you liz if, or just me and you but yeah we'll see next no, week we'll, going we'll on. see where we're at but uh no i i absolutely intend to continue doing this so okay 100 percent. cool but yeah guys for now thank you alex thank you justin thank you justin all right us alex. this week's podcast and uh we'll see you all in the next one all right bye, sounds everybody. good goodbye bye guys <laughs>